The Where's My 40 Acres podcast is recorded in front of a ratchet studio audience. Wow. Uh, mindset of a young nigga with idle time. They say a devil's workshop is an idle mind. It's hip hop infiltrated by wicked built industry. I'm me, I'm representing for the underground. Independence, Fifth Amendment, freedom of speech, the revolution is pending. But it's cool because you see we on the mission. Television off, this a viral petition. Man, and I hope you pay attention. The WM48, we keep it real. Give me 48. So, um... Well, this article says Lauren Lauren Hill has broken her silence about why her 1998 album, The Miseducation of Lauren Hill, was not followed up with the second studio album. But I'll add a bit more she context to that. that. She talked about that a few times. All the time. Yeah, I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll add some context to that. Listen, if ever there's an article from this, here, from this day forward that says Lauren Hill has broken her silence about why there was never a second fo- a follow-up album to The Miseducation, I actually want you to retitle it to say Lauren Hill has finally taken full responsibilities for why there has never been a follow-up album to the miseducation of Lauren Hill. If it don't say that, it ain't no shit we ain't heard from her before. It's everybody else's fault but her, and she's on an enlightening journey to to become a deity diva. And the rest of y'all is peons. And you don't deserve music from her. So... Rolling Stones did a top 500 list, I think, of best albums of all time or whatever. And yeah, we talked about it. Yeah, she's on there at a number. And she was in, she was in top 10, wasn't she? She was high up. She was definitely high up. I think she was in top 10. I think she was too high, but she was definitely high up. Um, if not even in the top five, maybe. Wow. So they actually emailed her and got interview responses. Hold on, hold on, because Ava is on a whole nother level. No, nah, man, she trying to talk about this Lauren Hill, son. She like it's she like it's it's real out here. Let me get your t- here. Look at this. Watch nah, this. No, the miseducation. Yeah, miseducation okay. of Ava. <laughs> wow. So, um, yeah. So Rolling Stones actually reached out to Lauren to answer some questions in an email interview. Yeah, I know nobody wants to hear this, baby, but. So um the the most of the you can listen to this this uh Rolling Stones episode about the miseducation on Amazon Music. Uh, if you have a Prime account, it's going to be free. And I think it's like 45 minutes long and essentially it's more editorial stuff than anything else, but they do have a few questions from her. That's too much Lauren Hill. Yeah, it's definitely not 45 minutes of Lauren Hill. Okay, this year this year arrived to the interview on time. First of all, it was an email interview, so it might have actually been the interview. The email might have came later than they expected, but that's about <laughs> as close as you would have got to that. Um, and that could have been server bouncing, but we know it all would have been Lauren. Uh, so they they asked her some questions, and she actually answered them in pure Lauren fashion. So before I get to these questions, um, I need to. I really want to understand. And maybe this should be a documentary. I want to understand what dirt Lauren Hill has on her fans that make y'all worship her regardless of what she says or does. Because this woman not only 
has had y'all pay for terrible fucking shows that she showed up four hours late for and y'all still defend her. But she contradicts herself every time she opens her mouth to explain why she hasn't done more. And what happened to her that makes her hate the industry? And y'all just be buying that shit. I was in a clubhouse room about Lauren Hill. And I ain't never seen so many people come through with so much hot air ready to blow to defend this woman. It was shit. I mean, it was to the point, dog, where people were like, yes, she showed up four hours late, but she is a blessing from so-and-so. And the fact that you were able to attend a live show in her presence, you know, I, I, an artist has to develop themselves. You don't know what she was going through when she showed up for four hours late and she still did a show and you should just be glad that you saw this show because she still did it. She's above professionalism. Like, what? I want that type of freedom. I want the freedom to be able to do shitty no, shit to and, people. And twenty and look, this these things happen what? Fifteen to twenty years after you release said album? Bro, I just <laughs> I want I, mean? I want the freedom to be able to do shitty shit to people and y'all still and y'all actually worship me for it. Like you come up with a reason to write a whole biblical chapter about why the shitty shit that I did to you isn't actually shitty and makes me fucking amazing. Because that's what they do for her. Okay. I like the miseducation. It is a classic hip hop album. It is very, very fucking good. Y'all tripping though about her. Like y'all tripping. Like if you love the album, love the album, but that don't mean you got to love the artist. I know some of y'all still out here secretly listening to R. Kelly. It's fine. Y'all love that music even though he's singing about little kids. Y'all be the first ones to talk about to separate the person from the music, but y'all cannot separate Lauren Hill, the person from the music. Just cannot do it. I will listen to the album all the time and never give her a dime of my money. Not one dime. Her life. Not one. <laughs> okay, so. I, I don't say how people do it. People had included, um, let's see, the eight time. Okay, so. Hill 45 claims she was never given the opportunity to make a second studio album. That's a lie because she did unplugged. Dude, that's a lie because they made so much goddamn money. That's you were a, given a chance. Now, that's a lie because she had a studio in her house, from what I understand. If, if, if the terms that they gave you to do it, you didn't agree with, that's one thing. Because, mm. you know, mm. people can do stuff. But, for you to just say I wasn't given the opportunity, you were deaf. That that you had a that album was too good. Every you were given opportunity. Mm. It's funny that you say that. You know what her answer was to to why she never did a second studio album. Mm-hmm. And the whole what what she means when she says she was never given an opportunity. Yes, seven. Quote: The wild thing is, no one from my label has ever called me and asked, "Hey." Can we help you make another album? Ever. Ever. Did I say ever? Ever. So, I see this is when I need somebody. This is when I want somebody from the industry to talk to me. Because I can't tell if she was being like, it wasn't like pushed, if it was desired, or 
the fact that nobody just called her and said, please, Lord, please, please, please make another album. What? But uh, Tuan, she could have. I feel like it's the latter. Tuan, (laughs) she could have dropped a two track EP and the world would have imploded to listen to it. There, she did not need the label to call her to do an album. She could have done I mean, one no, by herself. I re- look, I remember when I remember when Unplugged came out. People was people was jumping for joy when when that thing came out. And she was off key, couldn't couldn't, couldn't sing play the right, guitar, but everybody the was, was clamoring. That it was a t- she was the talk of the town at that point. People said that that album was amazing. Despite the fact that she's off key, despite the fact that she can't play the guitar, y'all niggas need to give Alicia Keys her flowers. Because it's not fair (laughs) that she can only sing in the key of A minor and y'all joke her for it. But at least she can play the fuck out that piano. Ain't never been a moment in Alicia Keys whole goddamn career that she has missed a note on them keys. But Lauren Hill can get to the name. But Lauren Hill can get on stage with a fucking banjo and pluck strings singing la di da di da da, heart and gold and God and love and Muslim me. And y'all would be like, she's showing she's 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 uh, uh, pushing back on industry standards of perfectionist with black female voices. We hear her. Are you niggas serious? If the emancipation of Mimi was completely out of key. It would not be a classic. Y'all joked Mariah for that New Year's Eve ball where she was singing, where she was doing all the runs to the point where the next week she had to follow up to show y'all that she still could sing when she cared. So for y'all to just accept this from Lauren Hill is just, it's beyond me. And I understand why. If you take away the fact that she's singing off key with a raspy voice, and the fact that she's playing the guitar like she just learned chords three weeks ago. If you actually take a person who cares about singing and cares about playing that instrument and give them this album, it is phenomenal. It would be phenomenal. But I'm not about to sit and listen to somebody destroy their own music because they didn't feel like drinking tea the night before. <coughs> And be and tell you go back and listen to that album, bro. <laughs> I'm telling you, it. go back and listen to that album, and then be like, Look, imagine if somebody like her or someone else had been given that album to do. Are you talking about Miss Education? No, I'm talking about um the Unplugged, Lauren Hill's oh, okay. Unplugged Project. Like, then now, I agree. I, I was like, Miss Education is incredible, but I Unplugged. Didn't, I didn't like Unplugged when it came out. Like I remember people talking about it. Trying to give me a list. I think I listened to it once, twice, and I was just like, "This say this shit say." Like even when when she did the live when she did the live performance, I remember watching. I was just like, "All right, this is kind of boring." I just want somebody who actually cares about how their voice sounds coming out of a microphone or coming out the of best speakers. Thing from that album was Kanye's flip. To be quite honest, I mean it does, that that's the best thing from her version. Yeah, I need someone else's version. That's what I need. I need someone else's version of her unplugged album. That worships her. Because she can play the shit out of her guitar, man. Bro, I'm telling you to write, bro. I, you know what? At this point, I'll take a white girl who can sing on YouTube redoing Unplugged. I don't know. 
I will. I'll take it because at least they'll so sing actually, on key. I take that back. Tori Kelly would be incredible. Nigga. And Tori Kelly can play the shit out of her guitar too. And she got pipes, bro. Nigga, if Tori Kelly does that, I'm all that would be Tori the first Kelly Tori Kelly album yeah. I purchase. Like, and she's she is phenomenal. So yes, I would yeah, absolutely now, now that she said that Tori Kelly would absolutely body that. Oh my god. Can you imagine like Sarah Bareilles or whatever did we did that album? I listen to it. Oh my I love god. Sarah B. So that's my girl. Good. It would be so goddamn good. Okay, we, that's not going to do the this. The songs are great, but... Man, that's what I'm saying. They're good. They're really good songs, just not coming from her. Yeah. <laughs> it's just bad. Let's see. I hate to see it. She said that she felt used for her artistry and neglected as a person. Quote, people had included me in their own narratives of their success as it pertained to my album. And if this contradicted my experience, I was considered an enemy. After the miseducation, there were score there were scores of tentacled obstructionist politics, repressing agendas, unrealistic expectations, and saboteurs everywhere. It's like half of that is true. Because that was like there was pressure <laughs> from people, you know, and pressure to do this again, which again I get she won't be the first or the last like artist to have an amazing debut album and then fall under pressure. And I'm sure there were like leeches around trying to like get stuff from her. Oh, hell yeah. But again, if she wanted to really put music out, we're talking like, what, that came out 98? 98. We're talking 22 years. 22 years. That long. Where she could put, you know what I mean? Where where she could put out music and she could have done music that she wanted. She just made music for herself. Bro, and D'Angelo was recovering, Mike. Like, that nigga was going through recovery. <laughs> okay. Well, I understand. Like, I'm just saying. Lauren Hill D'Angelo just didn't. only took 14 years. Lauren Hill just didn't appreciate the fact that some people didn't appreciate her. And I, and there's a part of me, too, that, that I, and like I said, I don't, like, I don't know all her stuff, but I remember, and I said this years ago, and it might not, I don't know if it rings this true now, but I was like, I don't know how much she she wanted to make music. Boom. Which which is which yeah. is firmly okay. We haven't gotten Absolutely. there yet. Let's hold which it is, off. Which is like like pause, people pause are like, it. Like, Just pause it real quick. Pause it. Keep work on that. Right. Work on that. Have it ready it's, to go. Because I got a whole I have a whole section just about that based on the tweet I put out. So just hold that. Just pause it for a second. Pocket it. Okay, so the doo uh in, in August 2018, the doo hitmaker responded to critics who had been disparaging her and her musical talents. Quote, I've remained patient and quiet for a long time, allowing people to talk, speculate, and project. That's not true. People can sometimes confuse kindness for weakness and silence for weakness as well. When this happens, I have to speak up. And some people confuse showing up four hours late to a show as kindness. So, Miss Hill, calling bullshit. She has personally screwed over several friends of mine with that four hours late to a show shit. Yeah, uh, bro, I'm one of them. Working for her. Oh, you mean people I'm on stage? About people who are, who are crew, yeah. Yeah, I believe it because they were there and she wasn't. Exactly. Because if they were late, she would tear them a new asshole because they didn't do it. the miseducation of Lauren Hill. See what I just did there? I wrapped it all the way back to the first point that we made that <laughs> she is not the album. 
Like she is she. The album is the album. You can separate them. God damn. This is this is my favorite part though. This is my favorite part of why Lauren Hill needs to stop talking. Just stop talking to people. Okay? Cause because you you're ruining people's arguments who worship you. There was a whole discussion in the clubhouse room I was in that basically the defenders were saying that it was the label keeping her from doing everything. It was the label that told her she couldn't do this. The fact that she didn't own the rights to her music was the reason that she had to double time them at shows or couldn't play the classic songs that y'all love to hear so much that you paid to go hear a person from her after she showed up four hours late and you had to hear that shit fast forwarded. There's a reason she can't do this because the label, the label, the label, the label. Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. It's not her fault, guys. It's not her fault. Which I would say, and I like Mike help me out with this. This just a queer, real quick aside. If the label really owned the music and didn't want you to perform it or do it, then you doing it in double time don't do nothing. You just playing it fast don't do that. It's still the music. Makes sense. It makes yeah, sense to me. It Mike. should be I the mean, same one. composition. Like even if you perform it at a higher speed, like that doesn't make sense to me. I'm just yeah, like, like, I'm just like that, that argument. Okay, now <laughs> now hold on. I'm a, I got it. Doesn't make sense. I gotta ask, have y'all both heard these arguments from people? About oh, like, yeah. yes. both of you have heard it. Both of you've heard it. Okay. So it's not just me. It wasn't just that clubhouse room. Y'all have actually heard it outside of Clubhouse, outside of the presence of me, from other oh, people. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She sure. didn't own the music. That's why she played it. That's why she played like rock versions and all kinds of stuff. Which again, never really flew with me because that's like I could do a rock like like I could do a cover, I could do a rock song, right? Or mm-hmm. I could do a rock song you can of, play covers of live, an opera right. junk. I still have to pay. Like if that's if I'm doing that exact thing and doing those words, I still have to pay them because only a cover if you record it. Yep, only if you record it. If you play it live, you can play a cover of anything. Yeah. Oh. So essentially, so so people for people but who if you I, make money off of it though, which is a show. I've always you know, wondered about that. It. You people nah, pay to come to your show. Artists play covers all the time, and they not just cutting checks to everybody for every time they play that's the murky waters that's wild i'm surprised people oh. haven't been getting sued for shoot nah, for i think performance drinks. royalties don't work that way with covers I, I have to look at it it's been a while since i took uh copyright i mean i know man copyright law music copyright law is 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 hard that shit is linear algebra my right, back back to lauren okay we, we, yeah. so just to wrap us back around to where i was coming to with the point i kind of sped on my talking a little bit i know some people can't keep up basically the reason that Lauren Hill is doing very weird covers of her own music at her own shows, which she's touring on to pay her taxes is because according to fans who worship her, heat, her crusty ass heels, it's that the label owns the music and will not allow her to perform the music the way you've been listening to it on her album for 22 years. That's the point that has always been the argument, right? I would like to thank Lauren Hill for sending this in this email because this shit made my Sunday quote. The myth that I'm not allowed to play the original versions of my songs is a myth. Anyone who's seen my current show knows this. I remix my songs live because I haven't released an album in several years. There's no way I could continue to play the same songs over and over as long as I've been performing them without some variation and exploration, I'm not a robot. There it is, straight from the horse's mouth. She's just playing the shit because she's bored. 
Straight from the also, heel, y'all. If you go, if you gonna get everybody together, have a band, Which practice, do all that shit, you might as well just go record some music, nigga. <laughs> but she's waiting. For, say. But she's waiting for the label, and also that's not true either. The whole I'm waiting for the label. She has released songs, guys, over the last twenty. She's released songs. They haven't been good. Well, so, but they're out. They exist. Go YouTube them. She did them. They're not good. She need to go and do the Sister Act show. Them joints she did on Sister Act slap. She was singing her ass off in that. She movie. was, but look. So y'all can no longer use the label argument anymore. It's her. It's always been her. Not saying that there wasn't something in her contract. Not saying that she wasn't hit with some of the ills of being a success in the industry, not saying that being a black woman in the industry did not come, did not like blow back against her, not saying that having kids and people making remarks about the decision that she made to go forth with those kids, not saying that the remarks that people made about her relationship stuff did not deter her from wanting to do music. Those are all valid reasons. Here's the thing. They're not the only reasons she gives and she doesn't take ownership of any of the things that she's done. That have been that have actually mm, that have caused as well her not to do another album. And if she'd have just said, I don't want to fucking do one, then I would have been like, That's plenty enough reason for me to leave it alone after that. Because let me tell you something. I have said this before on the podcast. Not sure if folks heard remember that I said it, but nigga, if I ever produce if i ever create an album half as good as the miseducation of lauren hill and it pops i am never making another album after that i'm gonna take my money bro one time i'm taking my money and i'm bouncing this is why i don't gamble if i win on the first dice roll i'm leaving the table i'm taking my winnings and i'm going home i came here i'm leaving with more than i came with i'm good so I understand not wanting to make another album. I understand not wanting to make another album after making the miseducation of Lauren Hill. The fucking scrutiny would be unbearable if that shit was just a little bit lesser in quality. They would murder her. So I'm, I understand it completely. I get it completely. But Lauren never said that. Lauren has blamed everyone else and the circumstances caused by everyone else for her circumstances. I I will say to like talking about that two prominent artists that that are favors of mine, no favors of y'all that that come up in this. One one is 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 three stacks. Mm-hmm. People sure. been asked for three stacks to do a solo album for since 1994 when Outkast first <laughs> But yes, and he doesn't want to. The man seems content. Like right now, he seems content. He did some acting for a little bit, but he seems content just playing some flute. No, he's still acting. He's still acting. Yeah, he was acting, playing the flute. I think the closest we got was a couple years ago uh, when they did the uh, the anniversary tour. Did them shows down in Atlanta. He gave his verses on Travis Scott album and some Mm others. He'll pop. He'll pop up on a verse here and there. Was the last (laughs) verse? Yeah, I think he just did a verse for for Goody Mob. Like he he is really on the thing of I make music when I want to. He does what he wants to do because he has and he can do he has that. the freedom to do it. He's and earned I told it. So, I told so many people 
I like I would so rather him to get these little verses I get from him than him to feel forced to put out an album, right? That he ain't behind. Cause then that ain't gonna give me good music. Bro, and he's then, playing yo, the he's flute for people. Us plenty of good music already. He's <laughs> randomly like, playing yeah. the flute Holy for shit. people around the country. Holy like that's dope. Imagine if Prince was randomly showing up places playing the fucking flute or playing the sax, just playing any fucking instrument that Prince had brought with him that day. That would be amazing. I don't need an album. Like I might run into this man in the mall. Prince showed up with a ukulele and sang a song to me. I will be the greatest day of my whole life. Longest shopping day ever at a Whole Foods. Right. Not leaving. The other person is um, D'Angelo. Yep, I thought you were going to say Blackheart, but okay. And drop, drop Brown Sugar. Basically, basically kind of started between that one and the second album. Basically, kicked off Neo Soul. Yeah, mm-hmm. as we know it, hundred percent. He did. Yeah, yeah. Like it was him first, like, and then Erica and Jill Scott and the rest of them yeah, came up. After he, he dropped that, and then five years later, in two thousand, dropped Voodoo, which. Again, masterpiece. It's a ten out of ten album, a ba- like with basically every critical review. Ever. Masterpiece. Yeah, no yeah. denying. And he left part of some of the reasons. Like he 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 did get into some drug stuff, mm-hmm. but he talks a lot about the pressures of that time. But also yeah. after he dropped the video, it's too much for for, he- for untitled. He didn't feel people saw the art right because if you see videos of the of this show of his, of that live show for voodoo man it it reminds you like oh uh was it fella cootie uh shit it, it it has so much energy so much of a vibe right it was so yeah. much good music and then some people just put him as a as a regular r&b sex symbol type of dude and R&B then just, just a, yeah just the pressure he talks about all the time just the pressures of all that it got into some bad habits and 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 stuff was just not he wasn't doing the best. And I remember at one point, I think it was right after he got I think he got arrested and that, that mugshot came out. Yeah. And I knew as a fan, I just like, man, nigga, I just want you to be all right. I don't want you to be I don't want you to be that person we talk about, like, man, this album was so good and then he died. Bro, yeah. I, I just I just wanted you to be all right. So then when yeah, he started doing sure. shows again, I was just like I was a happy guy. Like you seem like you in a good place, and that's cool. You ain't got to put another. Like you ain't got to do shit. You seem like you in a. Just good let place. me catch a show. I'm just trying to see his, you do some his, songs. Like the, his friends in the industry who talked to him, like he he in a better place. And then he put out another album, and it was great. And mm-hmm. it was great, but like it was no pressure. It's like I understand. Like the music business is a is a crazy ass business, Monster. right? And if you and if that shit chews you up a little bit. I get it, but if you're at the point where you just don't want to remote, or you just say, "Hey, the pressures of all this stuff got to me, and I don't want to make, and I don't want to do this music thing anymore," then fans would sit there and be like, "Cool." But when you come back into the arena, that's that's the only thing that got me mad about Lauren Hill was like, it was, it was the fact that you came back into the arena, you came back and put your name out there, and then you just treated your friend, your fans with disrespect by not, by by just just being hella unprofessional towards the, the the people who work for you and the people who paid, you know, harder money to come see you because you came four hours, you come four hours late to a joke, you still getting paid. But let's not yeah. gloss over the fact that the reason she came back was because of tax issues, not because she cared about you niggas. 
Lauren got to Lauren got to pay. That was part of her contract for paying back that restitution for them fucking taxes, dog. She had to come back and tour. So this this whole as much freedom as she got, ain't nobody free when the IRS come get you. You said nobody free the IRS. Though. She should have took a visit to go. Uh, she's with with Asante Shakur. Is that who it is? Asada. Asada Shakur. Asada. She should have took a trip to visit Asada. Yeah. You knew she knew what was up. She knew what was up. Like she Wesley said. knew what was up. Nigga said she knew what was up. She I'm did. <laughs> she did. All right. So Twan, I want you to get. I want to get back to the point that you made earlier that I told you to pocket. What? Was she just didn't want to play music? Yes. No. Again, it's fine. <laughs> if you just said I don't want to make music, what? Oh, you? Do y'all remember uh, Dave Chappelle's Black Party? Yes. Yeah. And you and I believe he got the the food he got the Fujis perform together again. Was it the Fujis? Yeah, because Lauren Hill was there. Mm-hmm. I ain't watched the DVD in a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me neither. But I believe at that black party they were performing. They were. And she she was like this boy about maybe two thousand four. Yeah, two thousand four. That was when Chappelle's show was hot. And. She, I think I remember her saying something to the crowd like, "Y'all, y'all, all y'all want to know where I'm at? Y'all want to know where I'm at? What I've been doing? All this stuff." And the crowd was like, "Yeah, yeah." And she was like, "Here," and she and she literally pointed to her kids. And I remember being at that time, being like, "You got more important stuff than making an album for my ass." Yeah, you got a whole like, ass family. That's fine. Yeah. Like, just say that. I don't want to make music because I'm here. I don't want to make music because I'm doing this, or I'm only Bro. doing these tours. Because I gotta pay, I gotta pay uh, money back. Whatever, one of whatever. All time favorite artist put out an album. It's one of my favorite albums of all time. It's a non skip ten out of ten for me. And then she promptly had a baby and went on to be a mom. And she still has like she still tweets and stuff. But I ain't heard not one single note of new music in I would say eight years. And I still bang with that album. And if she ever puts something else out, I'm gonna listen to it. But also, I respect the hustle, man. I can't, you know, I can't fault anybody for that. It is what it is. There's no hard feelings. Such a, you know, I don't know. Like it feels like in the 22 years since that album come out, we've gotten 22 reasons why she don't <laughs> watch it. <laughs> So you know um, I mean? no, nah, you're, like, you're not wrong. We we ain't got to have all. It, it ain't got to be this difficult. It ain't got to be this difficult. You're like, not it, wrong. Lauren Hill would get nothing. I I I mean, I got nothing for but respect for the work that she did and that stuff that she made. Uh, like I said, Miss Education Lauren Hill will always be great. Uh, Sister Act Two will always be great. I love Sister there. Act Two. But again, you treat. You treat your fans with such disrespect, and and again, I don't know. Like she, you know, she says at times like it's not intended. You know, things happen or, or the, the, the spirits don't lie. Whatever, whether it's intended or, or whether it's intended or not, it's still hella disrespectful. Because again, it happens all the damn time. Like if it happened one time, maybe. 
two times, two or three times. I only gave you like it's one time. <laughs> it's like, dude, every other time we talking about your name, this is what's coming up. So like, good Jesus. So I I I wanted to wait to do that point last because the last tweet that I put out about this. Oh, no, it wasn't the last one because I was listening to the interview while tweeting and some other things came up. Like this woman took this woman took responsibility for starting conversations about the disparities that um the disparities and racism black people were facing in this country. And I'm like, nigga, public enemy? Nigga, fuck the police? What like nigga, what? Nigga, Marvin Gaye, what's going on? Nigga. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Back this up. What what happened nigga, now? She says spirituals. I don't like, have the direct nigga. quote. I don't yeah, have like the... the first songs black people made was like this country fucked up, y'all. <laughs> look, 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 niggas was coming across the boat like mm, this some shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, this is wrong. <laughs> I don't have the direct quote, but essentially in my I don't have the direct quote, but she insinuated that her album and the things that she was saying and her imagery, which was at the time was beautiful for a black woman in the industry doing rap. That shit was amazing. And I thought it was we're funny. We're still talking about Lauren Hill. We're still talking about Lauren Hill. And I thought it was okay. funny that so many people talked about how many people she influenced following her. Because if I remember correctly, the next uh, uh, rap, rapstress, if we're using that term, to That's blow up on a huge idea. scale level, fresh out of the gate was Nicki Minaj? No. <laughs> Who was it? Lil' Kim. Well, no, she was already big. No, no, no. Lil' Kim Um, was already there. I don't know. Missy was already there. Lauren was there. The next new one that should have, that her music should have influenced, that they kept saying she influenced all these people, especially the female rap industry. I'm like, but the next big rap, female rapper was Nicki Minaj. So, and you know who influenced her? Lil' Kim and Foxy, Foxy Brown. Like, Come on, bro. Like, this I feel actually, like somebody like her that definitely had to have been influenced by. No, I feel like people like her. We're talking about rap. We're talking about women rappers. No, I, I understand. Yeah, that's I'm what just... I'm talking about. I'm not talking. About, she influenced a whole lot of soul singers, R&B singers. Absolutely. Matter of fact, I I'll even agree that she influenced rappers who sang, like Drake. I will absolutely yeah. agree to that. But like, as far as like the the imagery that she projected. The things that labels felt they needed to do for a black female artist to blow up, that did not change after Lauren. Because the next big one was Nikki. And she did not project that same energy. Like that, that same imagery. That be true, can it? Ah. <laughs> ah. Look, I mean, I'm, and I'm not trying to be, I'm not trying to be mean or anything. And this, and I could, like, somebody could come up there. And somebody, whoever listens to the show, y'all come ahead and prove me wrong. I can't, I'm trying to think, I can't think of a person where I could be like, this person was, this person was influenced by Lauren Hill. Like, or I could hear the Lauren Hill in them uh-huh. from a rap perspective. And like I said, it could just be because I just can't think of it right now. I think that a lot of people love Lauren Hill's album. I don't think that what she did at the time, um, I don't want to say resonated. I don't think it had a rippling change effect on the rap industry. 
because I don't, I don't think she I wouldn't necessarily say that she broke the mold or anything. It was a great melding of I thought Queen Latifah MC Light was of already Neo doing of Neo Soul and hip hop. Right? And to have somebody who was cause usually if you have people to do that, there's always a trade off. Mm. Right? There's always are right, you a rapper and you can sing, but you can't sing that well. Mm-hmm. Or you're singer, but you rap, you can't write the rap. Well, she was she was great in both. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. So, you know what I mean? So it wasn't like she did things that were just new, or she or her music was lyrically breaking like this all this new ground. She spoke about like it was a very personal album. You felt her in it. You know what I mean? And so and the and the best albums are like that. And she could do two things extremely well. Like her songs that were just her singing, just her R&B songs, you'd be like, that is fire. And then her songs where she was just spitting, you like, shit, that is fire. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like She just did both of them so well. There was no trade-off. And we had never had anybody who had had done those two things without a trade-off before. Yeah. And that's why I think you don't see a lot of people like you you might see rappers take some stuff out of her, you might see R and B people take some stuff out of her, but there's there's not been another talent who could do both of them like that. So that's why you don't really see another Lauren Hill coming up, because like that was a rare ass thing. Yeah, but rappers have tried to do both and but, but oh, rappers have been trying to do both. Try to, Tory Lanez tries to do both. Yeah, but oh my god. People have been trying to do both since most of death though. Like Lauren Hill wasn't <laughs> the only person singing and rapping. And putting really putting a lot into their singing like that wasn't a new really thing. Sang like that though. He he didn't sing like that. He didn't have an old album singing, but he did sing and rap. Like he Umi sang on Umi says and like two other joints. I'm just but, saying. Yeah, I mean, but his, like I remember like he's still sang man. Like he's still a rapper that did Umi says and Umi says is was a huge hit. Like that's not that know, Umi I'm says is denying that still playing in commercials to this day. You know what I'm and saying? And then um I remember I remember mystic for a while she she rapped and saying but she's still underground mm-hmm. like a lot of people who rap and say it was a lot of underground people yeah like if you was if you was in hip-hop you had I in mean, hip-hop technically mm-hmm. rap started off singy songy I yeah said, like, hey baby bubba what you do <laughs> you know what i'm saying <laughs> so, so that's that's usually that's usually what what you know what people did that's how usually how people mailed them but like you know again she had she had uh songs on that album that were her doing it that you like you usually don't hear these on the album together true unless there's a unless there's a thing unless you look up there and it says featuring typically you'd mm-hmm. only hear that uh combination between method man and mary j so yeah i completely understand yeah you know what i mean like if it says featuring somebody else you're like oh, okay cool 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 we're gonna we're gonna get we're gonna get that mail mariah featuring mob deep or it's gonna be method man featuring yeah. mary j Blige. Like, but she was doing both both halves of that equation and it yeah, seems like, like 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 look at doo-wop she do up. She's spitting. Like the whole junk. She's spitting, and then the hook comes oh, yeah, in. Boom! I'm also, saying in the hook. I'm bro, I mean, with bro, with myself, bro. She <laughs> raps into a bridge, and then comes out of the bridge back into rapping. Yeah, everybody else that would have been that would have been like, uh, what singer can we get for the hook? Right, but you, you but essentially, mean? maybe her being able. Been, what singer can we get off the street? Maybe Literally her being able first, to do them so well, scared people see off. walking down the street just to pull them in the studio. It don't matter what they sound like. But yeah, so I was so so I was on Twitter and I thought I was like I have this theory that I don't think Lauren Hill loves that album as much as we do. Ooh, and that's why. Mm. <laughs> that's why she treats y'all mm. like this. Mm. 
Because every time, because well, I mean, wow. rarely do artists love their work as much as their fans do. I, I know mm-hmm. Kendrick got sick of uh, Pimp a Butterfly. No, 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 no. But so, so, so then he made damn. Like he grew. I, I think. No, I trust me. I get it. He moved on from it. I'm just saying he definitely got sick of two of them songs. Yeah, I think. No, I think. I think this is. I don't. I don't think. I don't. I don't think it's the same. Right. I definitely understand not getting tired of doing the same songs over and over again, especially when you've done like a 40 city tour and then another 40 city tour and then a championship 40 city tour. I completely understand getting tired of doing it. What I'm saying is I think Lauren Hill is actually, does actually does not like that album. Like it's a person. She doesn't like it. And it maybe has some disdain towards the album for being a timeless piece of music that has ultimately defined her as an artist, her career, and it comes with these unreasonable expectations and pressures that yeah, she one, doesn't believe she can live to up to. That. I, I but, mean, but, she, but I don't think she can live up to it. The, I think she actually does not like this album because it hangs over her head and it actually gets, it's actually the reason for all of the attention, the attention that she still gets today. It's nothing that she's done afterwards that gets that attention. It's that album. Without dude, that album, I, what is Lauren Hill? I would look, I'm looking at, I'm listening to what you're saying, man. And it's really making me think of, um, that there could, there, there could be a lot of truth to that. And the, when you were saying that the first thought that came to my mind was two thoughts. One, I had this vision of a a fan in the front yelling out, do this song, do this song. Right. How annoying yep. that gets! Oh yeah, but for also, every artist, everybody hates that. For shit. every artist, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I started thinking too. Lauren Hill fans. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say maybe after 2002. I mean, you know, I'll give you some more. Yeah, maybe after 2005, y'all don't want a new Lauren Hill album. You might say you want a Lauren Hill album. You don't want a new Lauren Hill album. That's why Nas keep putting out Illmatic. <laughs> <laughs> but even Nas was like can y'all please listen to my new music dog <laughs> Lord it's it's like, King's Disease Illmatic 2 yeah no that's how that's that's that it's how it's always it, it, it's always is when you have something like that because people don't want to let you grow or people just like or even if you grow and do something else I have a lot of artists that I'd like that have grown to do something I still say Oh, I might like all this stuff, but this thing is still my favorite. Like of Blues course. Below the Heavens. He's done a lot of projects after that, but he'll never a do lot. another Below and the good Heavens. Ones, but Below the Heavens is that shit. Yeah. I, I look at, uh, uh, I'll put Charles Gambino in the same thing. I think before the internet, it's probably his, still his greatest thing. And he still has great music oh, that no. I really, really enjoy. I don't know about that. Awaken My Love is a fucking monster, dog. Like, that is a monster look, album. It is. I'm going to tell you right now, man. Like, sit there, because when you. When you look at when you look at I'm looking when I look at below the but before the internet the music the the performances bro I've been to the shows for all three play, albums like all of that stuff look again that's just it personal things but I don't you know like you know it gets to a point where and and we used to do this with Kanye all the time remember all fans oh, be like I want well, I want I want this album I want this album like. Like they they basically find an album and they love it and then they want that person to recreate. I want late registration two, three, four, five, and six. Yeah, and it's bro. like no, I need this that's, two, three, four, five, and six. God bless you know Kanye I mean? for not doing that too, so, man. Because you can listen to his whole discography before 
uh, before Pablo and not afterwards. And that shit is totally different energy. So, like, every album. like, if you, I can see you trying to maybe do a different sound or trying to maybe do something different. Right. It was one of the reasons why some of the people who have done that, artists who have done that, have blazed new trail. Like, prime example would be like Prince. Prince dropped, Prince had his stuff, but then when Prince dropped Purple Rain, Purple Rain sky fucking rocketed. Right. Absolutely. As it should, because of the great album. For sure. And then Prince dropped right after that, Around the World in a Day, which sonically is totally different yep. from. From uh, Purple Rain, which I still love that album. It's a great album. It's a Prince album, dog. Yeah, yeah. You know what? There you go. <laughs> but like, but totally sonically different, right? And a lot of people was a lot of you know, especially when you get when you blow up and you get those more of those casual fans. A lot of people, I just want you to keep doing that. Yeah, but like, it's, it's more than a lot of time for artists. So I can buy some but okay, stuff. we're saying yeah. all of this. We're saying all of this, right? But she did do a second album. She did Unplugged, and it is different. And it's different from the miseducation, and her fans still claim, the people who worship her, still claim that that is the second most amazing album that they've ever heard. Even though she's off-key, and her voice is raspy, and she can't play the guitar. They swear that that is the second best album ever made in their lifetime. So, like, I understand all of this. Like, everything, Twan, you're saying, and Mike, that you've said about this, is legit and for other artists it makes sense for lauren i think she's actually jealous of her first album that's what i think her problem is i think she hates that album and she is jealous of it because it's the reason she gets all the attention that she gets which means the album itself is actually what's getting all the attention there's no argument you can make for lauren hill standing up on her own and being able to go out here and blaze a new trail without having to mention everything that that album has done for her and there's one surefire way for have that to have that not be the case anymore. But then she wouldn't be a deity, dog. D'Angelo is still spoken of in hushed terms. We like D'Angelo. But yeah, also, also that third album was. Yeah, that third album was. Yeah, I mean, but yeah, but then you got to put out the heat rock. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I'm just. I'm not saying it's easy. I'm just saying it's doable. I don't think she can. And, 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 and we I mean, haven't talked about the way. I'm not saying the way is. <laughs> we haven't talked about the other part that Lauren Hill fans hate to hear, but that maybe, maybe, maybe she didn't do that whole album all by herself. Uh, I don't know. What's the credits on it? I mean, that's very easy to find out. Which ones? Honest. The ones credited or the ones uncredited that ended up suing her and then having to pay out settle out of court? <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs> Whoa. Oh, man. I, uh... This is news to me, bro. Wait, you didn't know that? Ooh, There's no, a... I don't be keeping up with that shit. Oh, my nigga, yes. There is... she, she went through a whole <laughs> lawsuit because there were people uncredited on her album. Uh-oh, SpaghettiOs. Um, and yeah, so, you know, hmm, yeah. Hey. Well, that's yeah. why you gotta pay people. Hey. I don't know what to tell you, bro. Hey, I'm just saying. Again, this don't happen in country. Not saying nah. country music is the industry that people need to look up to for everything. Nah. But if you are in the country music writing session and you go, maybe we should say my truck instead of truck there, you're gonna get a writing credit and you're gonna get a little bit of coins off that song. The Kanye and School of Credit is precious about it. I remember early Beyonce used to do that to Desi Child songs because <laughs> she learned quick. <laughs> That there's there's money in the songwriting. Absolutely. You know what I mean? That's just good business right there. Yes, sir. That's why Sway Lee got so many writing credits. That's, listen, 
whole lot of people that ain't gonna never have to work a desk job in their life because of that my truck instead of truck <laughs> nigga <laughs> so um last last 10 minutes if if even that long i just kind of want to talk about clubhouse because i, I reform the police oh okay <laughs> wow wow um <laughs> short um keep, keep it keep it short sweet keep it short and light yeah you know yeah you're now listening to the where's my 40 acres podcast baby with your host phenom black miss music lover twan burgundy and silent x this podcast ain't free well maybe it is but you better listen niggas